today I'm joined with Chris Cott and Mark Erickson from Atlanta Brick Co. There you go. In Noonan. In Noonan. Yep. Okay. And uh, I know recently you guys, uh, how long have you been in the new location? We've been there for four years. Okay. It's the old Catfish Hollow restaurant. Yeah, that's And then right. it was Better Way Ministries and oh, yeah. an antique store and now Atlanta Brickco. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so, but how long has the store been around for you guys entirely? How long uh, have you been doing it? This will be our seventh anniversary coming up uh, on Black Friday. Okay. And I mean, I assume you guys have something planned for Black Friday, or what? What do y'all typically do? For yeah, stuff we're like not that? being more of a collectible <laughs> store. We're not a huge Black Friday store. Okay, but we do have Black Friday sales, and it is our best day of the year. Still. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, what kind of traffic do you typically see? Just all day, or all day? Yeah. yeah. We usually open up a little early, around nine a.m. Uh, we have twice the staff there, and you know, about twice the sales. Yeah. How do you prepare for something like that? I mean. Um, we try to, we stock the store all year Mm. just for Christmas. And, uh, this year in particular, we've been out buying a lot of Lego collections. Okay. Uh, because people want sealed sets for gifts. And so we, me and my business partner, Ed, we flew out to Portland, Oregon in September and we bought a massive sealed Lego set collection, a lot of collectible sets and we shipped it back. Uh, through U-Haul using those U-boxes. Yeah. Uh, and then we flew back. So uh, we've done a couple hauls like that this year. Yeah. And in yeah. fact, the last month we've had like three or four massive hauls yeah. where we go and buy stuff. Just so. last weekend, Ed is my business partner. He drove up to Michigan on Friday night. Okay. Came back Saturday, went over to Alabama, Montgomery, Alabama yeah. on Sunday, and then came back. So we're we're pretty well stocked right now. <laughs> so where do you typically find those when you're buying collections and stuff like that? People contact us. They do. Okay. Yeah, we have a, a big web presence uh, on social media. Yeah. Uh, Google, if you Google Lego, we're one of the top results. Um, we do a lot on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark uh, publishes most of our YouTube content. Right. Um, it, I mean, we do a podcast. Yep. Uh, every Friday, we do a vlogcast to go along with it uh we do live lego news on youtube live weekly yeah yeah and then uh mark does a live store tour twice Twice a week week. yeah where people can actually interact with mark and okay buy things no kidding yeah wow well and then i guess i mean you know being present on lego masters probably pretty good for business too i mean that help did that help in any way with, with absolutely your, with yeah it's uh, mm-hmm. definitely it, it's a, a amount of recognition that is not normally there so it's <laughs> yeah. great so. okay well how did that kind of come about I mean with, with the Lego Masters yeah actually I think they reached out to me initially because um, I was apparently linked to a lot of stuff that Atlanta Brickco had done as far as large commission builds for different mm-hmm. uh, organizations and companies and so they found these builds online through pictures and stuff and they were reaching out to try and find the builder of it and so I came up first but it was me and Steven working with Atlanta Brickco mm-hmm. so um, that was the initial contact and the um, casting process went through all that got on the show and me and Steven have been building since we were you know four and five years old yeah. so we have a lot of experience went in pretty uh, confident and ended up uh, paying off at the end so it was great yeah, yeah. well I mean it, were you guys the one that did the town square we are, yes. Okay, yeah, because I remember that was my fir- first exposure to, to your company when in there. It was yeah. just took my kids. It was incredible. And, uh, I mean, 
I guess at this point you've probably had some in, some amazing projects. What are just some of the top three off the top of your head that just Right. So recently we had a uh, commission project from Delta Airlines to build an A330, which is uh, one of their standard uh, models. And it was five feet long and about five feet wide. And we only had a few weeks to work on it, which made it extremely challenging. (laughs) That was definitely the hardest part. Yeah. The the time frame. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we talked, it took about four months to set it up. And then all of a sudden it's go time. And it's like, yeah, "Yeah, all right, let's do it. We need to, you know, a month really yeah. but you know it yeah, was two or a, three weeks think, asterisk yeah <laughs> yeah covid was going around at the yeah. time uh, slowed us down quite a bit so. yeah. sure well how do you prepare for something like that because it's obviously not a kit you've got to build it from scratch what's the design process with something like that how, how do you prepare so it depends on the subject material in this case it was a plane so it's you have blueprints you have a lot of photo references sometimes you have to get imaginative with things so that was very it has a a specific look the wings have to be the right length it has to be the right Mm -hmm. size and so with that we're able to measure a bit and that helps a bit but you still have to figure out how to best achieve a very rounded cylindrical shape and some long flat areas of the wings in lego which is more of a square brick so there's still some big challenges there so yeah did you do the interior of the plane too or just the exterior just the exterior because we have it suspended on a pole up in the air and uh, that that means you, we couldn't have it landed on the ground with a full interior. It had to be very strong in the inside, so it's yeah. mostly solid. So, okay. Yeah. And that was commissioned for Delta? It was, yeah. It's currently on display in their tech ops offices. So, yeah. 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 Wow. They had it on display at the Renaissance, that really cool tiered hotel up yeah. at the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the past year uh, for... Training events. Management training events. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then they had us come move it for them to their training center which was about a mile down the road. Yeah. Just that moving it in itself is a experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, how does that, I mean, with the blocks and everything, it seems like it might be a little bit easier to mm-hmm. kind of take apart, but at the same time, it's very daunting. I'd imagine. I mean, how do you, yeah, well, we don't to- glue it. We right. really don't want to glue no. it if we, if we don't have to, it takes a lot longer. It exposes you to chemicals. Uh, so you have to take measures to not be exposed to those mm. chemicals, such as fans and masks, yeah. gloves, uh, so it wasn't glued, and I mean, honestly, you just have to be super careful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very delicately for sure. And we actually documented that whole process of moving it on our YouTube channel. So if you want to see us very gingerly okay. carrying a giant plane through, uh, <laughs> you know, revolving doors, uh, you can watch that on our channel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. And so, what what what's the most recent one that you've done that you're just like over the moon about? I mean. Well, that was the most recent one. The the one that we can talk that, about. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. So we we do do a lot. Actually, you're right. Yeah, we do a lot for the movie industry. Oh, okay. Uh, given our proximity to sure uh, Trilith, but um, we're not allowed to talk about those. And then we did do one for a studio in Hollywood that hasn't aired yet. It's going to be uh, probably airing in about a month. Mm-hmm. And so any Lego you see on TV, we. There's a good chance that we did it. What what would kind of be an example? I mean, not specifically for you, but mm-hmm. what if someone was watching TV? How how would they kind of or a movie? I mean, what I, mean, I just don't really think about Legos when I'm watching a movie. How would they kind of know that it was? Well, what's funny you know, is uh, one of the big movies that came out last year, and and again we signed an NDA, sure, sure. so we can't talk about it. But uh, they probably bought thirty different models. We did have to glue them all, and one of them made it in the movie for a minute. Well, not even a minute. No, it was like yep. seconds. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, what happened to all the rest of them? <laughs> okay, all right. A lot so of stuff gets cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at least you you had the experience. And, I mean, you've got pretty good contacts. So, I mean, you, you've 
got mm-hmm. the ability to give it in there again. That's awesome. For sure. Well, I mean, are you guys pretty much in terms of Metro Atlanta, the 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 Taj Mahal for all things Lego related, or are there any other places in the region that people would have such a collection that you guys typically so have? that's a good question um you you said the atlanta region i would say the world uh we're a mecca for lego enthusiasts yeah so that's one of our conundrums is we have people in the store every single week if not every single day from halfway across the country or halfway across the world yet we our local population doesn't really know about us because we're really such a enthusiast store. Yeah, yeah. You know. But every time that I've gone in there, I mean, it's it's never been like, you know, those uh, stereotypes of someone going to like an independent record store and, you know, everyone's kind of yeah. snot. You, know, like, uh, <laughs> you guys have always been like super welcoming. I mean, from every level of enthusiast. Um, I mean, I, that you've got to have a good ba- amount of uh, loyalty for people to keep coming when uh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, how hard it is with everybody moving here. That's and true. From out of the area. How do they find out about you? Well, tell me a little bit about like, the Lego subculture because, I mean, everyone has ideas about, you know, what a and d subculture is mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And I think, I, personally speaking, I, other than playing with Legos when I was a kid and, you know, with my kids, I don't really know that much about, like, you know, the enthusiasts that you guys deal with on a daily basis. That, that is a really good question, and we rarely get asked that. But I do tell people all the time: you you cannot stereotype a Lego enthusiast. Uh, it, it takes all types. Yeah. Um, you would think it would be a nerdy engineer with glasses, uh, you know, building a model at their house, but it's really not. I mean, it's everybody. Get, yeah. get, uh, it's huge in the military okay. uh, because it's it helps a lot with PTSD and downtime. So yeah. uh, we get a lot of active and retired military. We get a lot of Delta employees, the pilots. Uh, they might have a stressful job, so they come in and they're really into the Lego. Okay. Um, you get a, a lot of younger people who are into your sub these subgenres like Star Wars, Marvel, millennials, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. the millennials, and then whatever comes after the millennials. Yeah, and I would say that <laughs> compared to things like I know D and D is very popular, but Lego has really exploded since the pandemic and all that. So everyone was stuck indoors. What are they doing? Right. They're building a Lego set or they're building a puzzle. Right, so right. suddenly Lego is like you know massively increased in the amount of people using it and building it so it's been really good for us so well that's grandparents are getting into it Mm -hmm. uh because it helps with motor skills and keeping their their minds active lego is really targeting adults right now with some of their sets they have coming out like what for example uh this well a few examples are if you go into walmart right now or atlanta brick co (laughs) you'll see uh, you'll see these black boxes, and those are geared towards adults, these okay. black box sets. And they're like... Um, the new tagline is adults welcome. Yeah. Okay. So it's very... Yeah. And they're very elaborate, very detailed. They have pictures of, you know, affluent, young, or even older adults playing with the Lego set. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like they're really... Like they, they realize that a lot of their business is not just, you know, 10 to 12-year-old kids, but also these adult collectors. So we're okay. really excited to see so that. So my wife has recently gotten into these uh, flower botanicals okay that they have uh every three months they come out with a new flower botanical yeah succulents they call them yeah succulents Mm -hmm. bird birds of paradise Mm -hmm. flowers um, yeah yeah different orchids stuff you'd find in a home yeah and it looks real but it's actually lego 
and it, they're, they're fantastic. Um, so that's got my wife kind of into it a little bit after she wanted well, the, it out of the house for all yeah, these years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? well, it sounds like Lego's doing their job then. I and mean, if, if, you're, if you're reaching new audiences mm-hmm. with things that, you know, otherwise you would never imagine that they would be into. And when I first got into it, it was about, uh, I don't know, time flies, but maybe 15 or 20 years ago. And it was not okay for an adult to be into Lego. It, it was weird. You know, it was really? weird. It was weird, yeah. So uh, I kind of kept it under wraps. But if I did get talking to somebody about it, I would say, hey, what does, uh, what does Brad Pitt, David Beckham, and me have in common? We all like playing with Lego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at the time, Brad Pitt was a a big Lego enthusiast. Still is, I think. Still is, yeah. In fact, he's the producer, executive producer of Lego Masters. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, David Beckham, the soccer player. Sure, sure. He's a huge Lego enthusiast. Wow. I had no idea that it was just considered like, you know, what are you doing playing with? But I mean, because you consider, I don't know, in the last 10, 20 years, say right across the street, for example, I mean, it's been kind of accepted that, you know, yeah, we're 30, 40, whatever. But, I mean, we still love the stuff that meant so much to us when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, for me, that was Lego. I wasn't really into, you know, action figures or things like that or video games. Like, I mean, my mom, I think, to a certain degree, she's like, look, you know, you want to expand your imagination, use your imagination while you have it. Here's a builder set, you know. And, I mean, mm-hmm. that way it's up to you. And uh, hopefully I think that's. Is that kind of the case in terms of adults these days? Today, it's a lot better. Yeah. Uh, a lot more accepted. Um, but it's changed so much. We mm-hmm. still get fathers that come in and, yeah, my son wants this <laughs> minifigure out of the case over here. And it's like, okay, which one is it, uh, Timmy? Yeah. And Timmy's like, I don't know. And the father's like, it's that one. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right, will that be all, Timmy? Uh, and the father goes, no, no, no. He also wants this one, this one, this one, and this <laughs> don't need one. to put this in a black bag. Uh, here you go. Yeah, yeah. give receipt. Yep. Yeah. And it happens a lot less now that we've been open for seven years. Uh, especially at the beginning, men would come in and just, hey, can I help you? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm looking just for my looking. Kid. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, they end up spending a few hundred dollars. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Well, I guess when you do target such a, a large demographic of people that love Lego, is there one thing specifically that people kind of come in looking for? Or is it just, I mean, like you said, you've got a little bit of everything there. So you've got to, got to be able to handle any request that a customer might have. There's uh, highlights for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is popular, but Star Wars is the most popular. And is that, is right that pretty now. consistent? And it's or? probably been that way, I would say, for four or five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there was a time when it would fluctuate with the movies coming out. Yeah, I've seen um, Harry Potter stuff there yeah. too, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's other things I had no idea they had made Lego kits for. The Harry Potter stuff's very popular, and Marvel is very popular. When uh, Endgame came out, spoiler alert, and Iron Man died, yeah, everybody came in and wanted to buy Iron Man, oh, um, wow. and his price skyrocketed. Yeah, and now it's kind of like. Um, I guess baseball cards, when a baseball player is doing really well, his baseball card yeah. goes up in value. Sure. Uh, when Star Wars releases a new character, his Lego minifigure skyrockets. Or they release, an, they make an appearance of an older character, Yeah, their older minifigure will skyrocket in price because now everybody wants it. Yeah. It's really interesting. And, there, and there's even speculation in the market. Well, was about to, that was my next question. Yeah. I mean, how much of that are you guys, obviously, you're very into the industry mm-hmm. i mean 
do you guys sit there and kind of do your research about, you know, when it comes to inventory, like, hey, well, you know, we should probably get on this if something, something's happening. We definitely have our finger on the polls. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, we generally match uh, a variety of sales data from different sites, BrickLink, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon, eBay. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of compare and try and be uh, competitive with the market. So, okay. Yeah. So typically if someone goes in there, they're going to find what they need, or at least you're going to be able to help them get there. And it'll be competitive with what they're going to find on the internet. Yeah. Um, it's it's challenging because we do have retail sets that are retail price, yeah, you yeah. know, $10, mm-hmm. $20, $5. Uh, but we also have sets that were $5 10 years ago, and now they're $100. Yeah. And when someone who really doesn't know Lego comes in the store and they pick that one set up and they look at the price, it's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> it's, so we, we try to talk to everybody when they come in the store that, hey, this is we're – we're a store that has all Lego. Yeah. We've got some – affordable retail price lego but mixed in with it you're gonna find some of that really collectible stuff and we do try to put it up high Mm -hmm. so that the kids can't reach it yep but it works its way down to the lower shelves sometimes (laughs) well do you have to uh i don't know when you've got when you had mentioned you know either going to walmart or target stuff like that do you do people probably understand that i mean you guys are competitively pricing with them you're not a boutique store i mean you Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, you are an apples to apples. What's been your biggest challenge when kind of competing with box stores, you think? Well, we realized right at the beginning, you cannot compete with box stores. Um, so we, we don't even try. Not directly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we can't compete with Walmart or Target. Um, so what, we, you know, what we specialize in is having things that they don't have. Yeah. You know, you can go to Walmart and you can buy this brand new Lego set for $100. Or you can go to Atlanta Brick Co. and you can buy the pieces to that set. Or yeah. just the minifigures or the pieces. Yeah. Or the minifigures, right. which is right. what a lot of people want yeah. and um, for a fraction of that price. Yeah. Okay. And I know we were talking earlier. You guys have a podcast where you discuss Lego stuff mm-hmm. at length. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, and I was kind of blown. I'm like, well, you, you're talking about Lego stuff for basically like an hour, hour and a half sometimes. I mean, what is some of the stuff that you guys typically cover in your podcast and where can people find it? Well, one we did recently was uh, an article that came out in, I think it was the Wall Street Journal, is that, is Lego worth more than gold? Uh, and we kind of debunked that. Uh, and to a certain extent. Yeah, <laughs> to an sure. extent. Yeah. yeah. And said no. Uh, but anyhow, without getting into it, it went on. The conversation was about an hour-long conversation, and mm-hmm. we really dived deep into it. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Mark, what are some episodes you've liked? <laughs> if you like Lego, we cover pretty much all the subjects that, you know, like yeah. all the different variety. You got Star Wars, you got Marvel, you got sets, you got minifigures. Yeah. We talk about Lego Masters quite a bit on there when it's airing, and it is right now. Okay. So. Um, we just have a whole bunch of stuff. And not only the podcast, but we do like two videos a day, roughly. So yeah. I have short videos, fun little skits, um, different activities. I'll do building tips. So if you want to learn how to build your own creations out of Lego, there's fun stuff like that. So, yeah, it's an awesome place to hang out if you like Lego. And our, our Lego Masters reviews are really interesting because you're hearing it from a Lego Master. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, what was your big takeaway from that? What was I mean, that was quite an experience, I would imagine, because... If I understand correctly, everything is timed, right? Yes. And yeah. that seems to be the biggest thing because anyone, you know, a lot of people can do these sorts of things, but when you start putting that time frame, 
that's a whole different thing. Yeah, for perspective, when we have to build something in a few weeks, we feel like, oh, that's not a lot of time. But then you're on the show and it's eight hours. Yeah, so it's yeah. like you have a, a day to build something huge. It's bigger than you've ever built before. And sure, you have almost unlimited pieces there. You have like five million pieces to build with. But uh, the time crunch is just insane. So yeah. working against that giant clock is the hardest part. And uh, it really... Uh, made me appreciate how much time I do have to build on projects here at my normal job. So it's yeah. always like, oh, it's so relaxing. It's, it was a, it brought me back to the good feeling that it is building. Yeah. Like, so. Would you ever try to do it again? There's always a possibility because uh, in the contract, there's an all-stars mm-hmm. addition there. So yeah. if they wanted to, they could totally bring back a bunch of uh, cast members from previous seasons like myself and yeah. Steven. So, you know, we would always be, you know, at least interested to hear what, what it's going to be about and maybe participate again. But me and Steven, you know, we went all the way, we won. So it's like, we're pretty satisfied <laughs> yeah, with the results. So. so if we never were on again, we'd be happy. But at the same time, we were always maybe optimistic there'd be something in the future. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I think we talked about this briefly, but I mean, what do you guys have uh, basically planned for the holidays and what do you have planned for the next, I don't know, two, three years? What are your goals? Well, we just got in the uh, Lego Masters trophy. Yep. So mm-hmm. Mark and Steven actually brought it into the store. It's behind glass. It's mm-hmm. it's big. It's really <laughs> cool. It's got the golden brick on it. It's got all the minifigures from the contestants on the show on there. Mm-hmm. So that's quite something to see. And almost on display. any day of the week, you could catch Mark or Steven at the store. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody was taking pictures of the trophy yesterday. Mark was uh, out sick, and it, it was the one day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> of course, yeah, of course they, they missed they, it by one day, but they yeah. couldn't catch him in there. But <laughs> um, you know that's going to happen. As far as the holidays go, we are absolutely uh, stacked with tons of Lego sets that we've been traveling all over the country to buy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to have Black Friday sales starting on Monday, okay. the Monday of uh, Black Friday. Uh, you know, a lot of other stores have started their sales November 1st. Right, right. I know. It, it gets <laughs> yeah. earlier and earlier every year with everything. It's uh, tough. So yeah. we're going to have that, and we'll be posting that on our social media okay. our email distribution list. And how long will the trophy be at the store? At least till the end of the year. Okay. So this this whole holiday season, you come in Christmas, we'll, it'll be there, we'll be there, and uh, you can check it out for sure. But yeah, at least till yeah next year. So. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, talked about doing some meet and greets, and we'll probably do that with uh, where you can come to the store and have the opportunity to meet Mark and Steven. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, guys, I appreciate you having on. Yeah. I'll be st- definitely sure to check out your podcast. Uh, it might actually, I don't know get me back into it I mean, it's, uh, my, my daughter's into it a good bit but I mean I can always take it up to the next level so there you have, go uh, there's no no shortage so alright well guys thank you again I appreciate it and best of luck this holiday thank, thank you, you very much, much.